I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome into the How To Podcast. I'm Luke Anderson. Uh, you? Who are you? My name is Ben. I'm the owner of Box Painting uh, here in Salem, Oregon, and uh, I'm also the Box Dad on uh, all social media platforms: TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, etc. Cool. Well, let's see where this goes. How was your weekend? What's that? How was your weekend? Uh, the weekend was fantastic. Uh, we so well. Okay. I got a TikTok to make later about some things, but we'll just, I'll talk to you about that real quick. So the Colts blow the largest lead in NFL history. Pretty amazing to a team that nobody thinks is very good. No, that they're all just written off about. Did you see the stat that when teams are leading by 30 or more at any point in the game, at any point in the game, they are 1,538. One and one. Oh, there's a tie. There's a tie. How about that? Yeah, you did. And then, then I have to see Patriots fans giving the crybaby crap over a lateral that never should have even like like that's on you guys. Wait, they're and they're, they're boo hooing about it while they have six, seven, eight, twelve championships. That's okay, right. but what are they boo hooing about? The they're fact that their down. play made their team made the stupidest play ever, or that their quarterback got ragdolled into the turf, stepped over, and then a bad team beat them at the end. Because that was that was maybe the most entertaining play I've ever seen. It probably was. It's pretty. It. It's just so stupid for a team that's known for being so smart. And then it's a guy wearing a pirate costume, just throwing down an Alabama quarterback face first into the turf, stepping over him like he's a child. And sauntering in for a game-winning touchdown. What was, what was the name of the guy that, that got him, the D-lineman? I don't know, but he missed a tackle earlier on the play, which I thought was delightful. I can't remember the guy's name, but I, I just and noticed, I was pointed out like, oh, here he is missing the tackle. What I would not be shocked to find out later is that that, that lineman um, like went to some other SEC school and oh. just, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, I wouldn't be upset if he went to Alabama too. Like. <laughs> Yeah, too. Yeah. But he had this pent up rage. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Today, today's the day. Max going to get it. Old Miss inferiority complex or whatever. This is something. Yeah. yeah. Like, like an imposter syndrome from Auburn. You know what I mean? Oh, there you go. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Well, you got, well, if you went to Auburn, you probably got paid more money to go to Auburn. Probably. There you go. I just, um, but then 
super positive things. The Beavers come out absolutely swinging. Yeah, they did. I I honestly thought that Florida would put up some kind of fight. And I know that they're missing a bunch of players. And I know that the quarterback's playing for the first time. But I was like, dude, all these guys are getting their first shot. They're going to show up. Yeah, they'll show up. They'll be like, we can we can yeah. ride this out. And like it was just it was really great to watch. Um the 10 win Oregon State Beavers. How about that? How about that? If somebody told you at the beginning of the season they would have 10 wins. And they and they could be a 12 win team right now. They could also They're, be they could also be an eight win team right now. True. So they shut up. <laughs> hey, listen. You read this, it says net positive. We always move to the positive side of things here. Yeah, but oh. when you're when you're doing imaginary things, it's not like net positive imagination. I can't I can't so see that. Yesterday, yesterday, since the Colts played on Saturday, uh kids and I ran up to the mountains and did a little bit of uh sledding. Nice. Little- we did sledding la- not this last weekend, weekend before. I'll tell you what, my neck is a little jacked. <laughs> We're good to go. Um, yeah, it was. We had a good time. It was a good, good time. So that was a, the the reason I laugh when you say your neck's a little jammed up is we had, we ended up not finding like a terribly big hill. We we had, we went to a cabin last weekend, uh, the weekend of the tenth and eleventh, and we decided that like some of us wanted to go sledding because we didn't have any snow at the cabin. There's a pretty good little hill behind it, but there wasn't enough snow to sled on it. So we're like, all right, well, let's go driving, and we're right at the base of Mount Hood. And my brother's yeah. like, well, let's just drive across to Zigzag Road because there won't be as many people. We won't have to deal with like the the government camp crowds and all of that. So we went over there and there's still a ton of people. And yeah. then we park and he's like, we'll just go across this bridge. We'll find a little hill. And then we walk over there and we've got two six-year-olds, an eight-year-old, and a 10-year-old. Like we start hiking through. The, I'm like, they're not going to go very far before they start. Like this is going to be a ton of fun. So we just found like a very small hill. But I was like, you know. This way I won't hurt myself too bad. Like that was my instant thought was like, if I have a big hill, I'm going to go balls to the wall. Exactly. And, and I, I'm going to have a hurt neck. And I didn't. And you did. I did. I totally did that thing yesterday. And there was like a little jump to it. A little. Tip, oh yeah. There was. Know? Oh yeah. And, and, it, and it just, at one point, I'm not going to sit here and say, I got a concussion. That's not <laughs> where we're at. Okay. Did you but have to go I, into the tent? Is that I, my, the back of my dome racked off the off the the hard the hard packed snow? Sure, yeah. Enough to dislodge my hat, and I know that my eyes, like when it hit, my eyes absolutely rolled to the back of the head just out of sheer force. Uh, I came up, and my daughter, bless her heart, right, oh, eleven years old, because I had told her earlier, and I'm just she's just, and I love that she does this to me. I told her earlier, I was like, it's powder snow. It's not going to hurt. Yeah, <laughs> right? you did. I come up and she goes, I bet that hurt. Snow ah. hurts, huh? <laughs> That's good. Bless I kind of love that. I kind Bless of love her. that. I do too. I like it's it, probably one of my favorite things about her is that she'll just, she will. She remembers it. everything that your oh, words. Yeah. yeah. Right back in your face. And she will throw it to me. She has no filter that. on it. Like, and I'm, I'm, I'm not the type of dad. It's going to be like, hey, respect, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I've earned no respect. I get you. Yeah. Yeah. It's send it. Full send um, on that. Question. Do you go sleds or tubes? Both. We had one of each. Okay. We had a little blue sled. Although I would probably, I really like the little discs. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, yeah I know what you're talking about. We always end up break. Like, we end up breaking those, but I know like the plastic yeah. ones. The, by they, the end of the day, like you get them, you're like, this is a one day use, and we'll go until they break. Well, or it's going to sit in the garage for a year, and then the, the yeah. plastic on it gets brittle anyway, and it shatters into a million pieces on the first use. So my wife and I bought. We found on Amazon. We found the two pack of uh, snow tubes. Yeah. Big one, little one uh, for like the little kiddos or whatever. And uh, so each one came with an adult size and a child size one. And those ended up being pretty sweet. It's been a while since I've had like a snow tube, like with the handles and the whole thing. Uh, my brother's got the array of sleds. He's got like the, the foam ones that are like the inline ones, like the you know foam toboggans. Those work pretty well. We didn't bring it up and the hill wouldn't have been big enough anyways. But somebody brought to the cabin one of the... Uh, metal like the steel discs. Yep. Yeah. Family vacation it's stuff. Griswold. Oh yeah. And then my brother brought the Pam out. He's butter, like, butter that up with a non-slit. Or oh yeah. He had the he had the Pam. He had, he had it all ready to go. So yeah, we're I'm just waiting for a good snow day. My mom has a pretty good hill at her house, and she lives up on Livingston Mountain, which is not far from us in Kansas. Well, they, they say that there's snow coming toward Christmas. Oh, so we'll I know. Well, it's gonna come before Christmas and then be gone before christmas is what it sounds like uh because it's supposed to be like really warm like christmas eve is going to hit like the mid 50s i think last time i checked to get back back up because i know that that little or big little that that polar vortex thing is coming Ooh, how exciting um you're very casual today i'm recording i didn't know if you wanted to podcast this but you're 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 hanging back i'm are we recording right now of course we're recording excellent no i'm good to go i'm very casual i know you are I you're like in not. recline mode. Like you're, you're, you're. It's day one of Christmas break, right? Oh like yes, this, it is. Are your kids with you? This two week period for me, like this. Imagine being able to have the the um, the authority, right? The oh. authority in your personal life to say, yeah, these two weeks are also off for me too, as Ooh. a forty year old adult. There you and go. that's what's happening. So, uh, no, like, had the, had we done this last Thursday, it'd be full business mode. Ah, right? and but now we've entered we've entered the realm of hot chocolate. I mean, it's tea today, but <laughs> you know, it's we it is full casual. Okay, full so casual. do you do this every year? Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, the two weeks of, of break, yeah, I've done this every year. Okay, so I I vacation throughout the year, and I try to take. At least like a full weekend, like getaway, like once a month. Like that's kind of my, my wife, she's funny. Uh, She thinks we traveled too much last year, but has planned more for this year, this coming year. So uh, it's, (laughs) I don't know know how it all works. But anyways, we, so, but when I get to the end of the year, I always work these two weeks because nobody else is working. So it's like the catch up time. So for me, it works out good. But since you are clearly the star of this podcast, do you want to tell me how to Christmas vacation as a 40 year old man? Like, how do you, what, what's your, what's your mode? Like, so you don't have the kids the entire time, do you? No, I don't have them the entire time, but, but the agreement between him and I through Christmas break is pretty much that they'll just kind of filter back and sure. forth because when I say I'm in vacation mode, right? So I don't have any crews actively working in a home yep. for, for the major, large majority, super majority of these two weeks. 
However, I do have a crew that's wrapping up a cabinet job that I'll need to go look at on Thursday, but it's literally a go in, look at it, bounce out. Yep. Those are cabinets. Yep. They're periwinkle, just like we promised. Exactly. See you later. Um, So that's going on. Uh, But beyond that, I don't have any work. So how to vacation in as a 40 year old during Christmas break. Yeah. I I honestly believe like this is okay. I think that there's a couple things that happened and have happened over the last 10 years. And seven of those I've owned the business, right? The first thing I'd say is that, and we talked briefly about this last time, but the amount of tea, hot chocolate intake goes way up. It spikes. (laughs) You, if you had a graph, you would. Did we talk about the warm beverage graph last time? I don't remember this. If we did, I must've been drinking alcoholic beverages because I do not recall the graph. Maybe, you know what? Actually, since we didn't do, we did our podcast in November, I might not have been in T mode yet, but ah. I have been in T mode since we entered December. Okay. So, and that's a December thing or is that a cold weather thing? Because cold weather seems to be a natural fit, hot beverages and cold weather. <laughs> Let's go with a combination of cold okay. weather and being 40. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Because I drink more hot chocolate because I'm 40. Exactly. I don't think you've thought this through. I think I've sprung this upon you and you have no idea what you do for so vacation. Here, here's the next thing is you notice that I kind of have a delay on things, right? Like I know when I'm going to need to be on site for that, that for, cabinet yeah. job briefly. So I, 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 you can set things out and delay them, right? Okay. So yep. there's this, there's this delay. And nobody has a fuss about it. If if I told that same client, you know what? We're not going to look at your cabinets until after the new year. Like we'll get them done and we'll go install them. Yeah. But we'll I'll be back to look at them at the end of the, after the new year. They'd be like, no problem. They'd be like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, I, I think that what I do is, you know how we take the liberties of uh, holidays, right? Where it's like, okay, Here's a federal holiday. I'm going to tack on that Friday to make it a four-day weekend. Sure. Right? Imagine that scenario, right? But because we have Christmas and the New Year, I can just stretch that whole period out, and there's, it's fine. A lot of people do. At the end of the day, what we do here is we paint houses. And on the interior side, people do not want us in their home making a mess of their decorations, making a mess of the things that they got going on. So we got the interior part of the job done for this cabinet job last week. Yeah. Right. And then the crew just took the doors and drawers with them to the shop. We're going to get them done. But they get to, they also get to kind of work at their own pace. They're not not feeling some sort of pressure to, to like, they weren't working on them this weekend or anything like that. It's, it's a vibe, right? So you enter, you need to be and so it's, it's pace these things out. If you have a task that needs to get done, that is not imminent to Christmas in that time frame, that, that day, push it, just keep pushing. Just don't just push the shit out of it. It doesn't need to exist here. Well, and here's, here's the other thing about this stretch of holidays too. Mm Mm-hmm. It's nobody's really busy that first week of January anyway. It's like January is kind of a month where it's like you have all the permission in the world to just play catch up. Just be like, all right, let me, I'm just setting, I'm setting the pace for the Here, year. Here's, here's what happens in email form. Let's put that into an email real quick. It's, okay. it's, it goes something like this. Sorry, I missed this email. We were just getting through the holidays. I'll get back to you as soon as I possibly can on this. Yeah. Boom. Done. Like that's your January email. Oh, right? sure. 
That, that, that's a January email. I'll get back to you. You just acknowledge that the email exists, that there's work that needs to be done, and you will get to that. I'm right? aware that you sent me an email, and I appreciate it. And at my <laughs> leisure, I'll get around to it. Because if you do not respond yeah. quickly, then it becomes urgent and important, and yeah. they will put pressure on you to get things done. If they believe that there's something in the works, we're all good. It's I don't fine. know. I still, I still believe that there is a natural hierarchy of things uh, where if you need me, need me, yeah. need me, call me. Like yeah. you, do you need something from me? Like right now, pick up the phone and call me. And I know that that is not in vogue. I know people don't like the idea of an actual phone call, but it's like not. if something's on fire, call me mm-hmm. something. If, if you need to get to me today, like text message is fine. Absolutely. It's if you need something issue. eventually send me an email. Like, like, and if you like, if people don't understand that urgency, I might even, you know what I might do in the new year? I might just put that in my signature line. I get to my email when I feel like it. If you need something today, text me. If you need something immediately, give me a goddamn phone call. Exactly. Exactly. Like, Uh, because I don't think, I don't think that's universal, but I think it should be. It should be. Although I think it's becoming more universal or at very minimum acceptable. Yeah. Is that like it's maybe acceptable is not the word, but people will acquiesce to it. You yeah. know what I mean? They're like, okay, yeah. fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, it makes sense, right? Like, it's like, yeah. Well, because, and then what What sucks though, right, is if if you're a CPA, right, yeah. it sucks. A CPA's job in the lead up to Christmas and then as soon as New Year's hits, boom, it's, it's we have three months to get these. Game on. Yeah, it, it, it's fly. So, again, reason But after why, April 15th, they're like, eh. Oh, they're gone. Yeah. They're like, try, try getting a hold of them. Um, here's my other pro tip on being 40. Uh, well, okay. So here's, here's what I was hoping that you'd, you would bring to this uh, conversation is um, I should have laid out my expectations clearly. So I apologize. I picture Christmas vacation from this perspective of a kid. It's like, man, if I was in charge, you know what I would do? That's a, that's a way I expected you to be like, like you're yeah. like, I am a pro Christmas vacationer and yeah. it is Tuesday, gingerbread houses, Thursday, sledding okay. Friday. Like, like that, this, I'm just telling you what I expected. Well, we're not here, but give me time. Okay. Right? Well, I, 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 I didn't want you to be like, you know what this is? It's, it's me kind of slacking off at work a little bit. It's me that <laughs> responded to email. That's uh, not as exciting. Like, I'm I'm trying to picture this from like a kid's perspective going, oh yeah. It is uh what I've already done is I have uh specific trips planned for break. Okay. And they are typically bird hunting trips because we get into December and January for bird hunting in Oregon Pacific Northwest in general, and it gets really good here. This is it, this is prime time. Oh, game game on, let's go. And so uh, I've got trips, multiple trips planned um, for the week between Christmas and New Year already, where I'll be out hunting uh, chucker, pheasant, quail, doing my thing. May, who knows? Maybe we get a couple of bunnies. You know? Oh, there but, you go. Um, what's, then, a, yeah. what's a rule on rabbit hunting? Because I always forget this, but it's only in months that end in Y. There's something like that. Otherwise, the meat's hot and you'll die. 
Oh, 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 yes. They get yeah. they get their their mites. That's true. That is yeah. a rule. Um, they get their uh, little. They get a, like a April, little, May, June, March, April, or, May, June. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it gets too hot, and the mites can live in their fur. And it ultimately makes the meat. They can get into the meat, and it's real bad. Yeah. Um, but you get into uh, like winter time right now, and you get into some snowshoe hare hunting. That's a lot of fun. Oh, there like, you go. A white pelt, you know, real pretty. Um, I was talking with my brother. I need to get back on cross country skis. You ever do any cross country skiing? No, but what I have done in in literally the last two weeks is I got myself a pair of snowshoes with the kids. Me and the kids got snowshoes. Yeah. And we're down for it. It's I, super I, I, I know people that have done, gone snowshoeing. I like the idea of it. Cross-country skiing and the biathlon in particular, that's an Olympic sport. Oh, you yeah. Get yourself out. I'm, I'm saying for hair hunting, you need to be on some skis. Oh. Going up there, setting up. Ooh, I kind of like that so idea. This, this, my answer on the cross, I've never done cross-country skiing. I have done downhill and I've done snowboarding and now snowshoeing, yeah. but I've never done cross country skiing. I'm not opposed to it yeah. at all. Um, as as far as a uh, a cardiovascular uh, activity, I, it's fun. I can see why that yeah. would be fun. And you know, I I'm a big fan of that that tall mountain air up there. You know, you're it's it's just it's cr- and then the other thing too that I love. My favorite thing about snow is the quietness. The quietness, the the dampening of sound that yeah. snow creates. Everything is more quiet. Uh, it absorbs that sound, and so I'm really there for relative solitude within that space of of snow um, and just doing all that. But I do. So yeah, the short answer for I I have trips planned okay. where it's like Monday this, Tuesday that. When like in yeah. boom boom boom. Um, what are, what are must haves on a Chris on, on a Christmas vacation? You got bird, you're doing the bird hunting, snowshoe yeah. hare hunting. Uh, yeah. And duck that, hunting. And then if I can get a snipe hunt in, that's really fun. And <laughs> listen, it's a real thing. Everybody laughs. Every time you say the word snipe hunting, we, well, all we, we sent the kids snipe hunting this, uh, this summer yeah. and it did not it's go well. Bird. It's a real bird. It's a game bird. And they have, they're really small. Right. And Any, anybody listening to this podcast, Snipe is an imaginary bird. You make up a thing, you send the kids out, and there's there's no such thing. He's making it up. I'm telling you. Yeah, it's got a purple werble. Yeah, I get it. Okay. Come on. Let's just But they're quick as hell. Oh yeah. 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 And they And they, they always show up at night and you need to get a gunny sack. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, get your bell. Don't forget. If they if one comes at you, what you need to do is bark like a dog. They're not afraid of people, but they're afraid of dogs. You just, what you do is you just make stuff up and you keep telling the kids, I'm not falling for this. Get out of town. It's a real but it's true. Like, it's oh, totally shut up. True. It's true. I'm telling yeah. you. Only here in Oregon. It was, they, they pretend elsewhere, but here in Oregon, we've got them. They're everywhere. I promise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. They are. Oh, yeah. They're, they're a tasty bird. They have this sure. little They taste like gumdrops. <laughs> you can get one. Nugget-sized breast, breast uh, meat that they oh, have. Oh, sure. It's so good. It's yeah. so yeah. good. Um, and they're a really fun shoot because they're really fast and it's on water normally. Yeah. And they, they, they sit on the shores of, of like the Willamette river yeah. or the Columbia. and you can lure them in with NPR, just get out there and put on morning edition and they'll come right in. Cause they like the soothing, soothing sounds of whoever the hell anybody, Steven skeep, any of those, 
any of those lows. Yeah. Also, yeah, the, the two things that work are NPR and golf broadcasting. Like just the whisper talk. All right, he's on the 14th green and uh, he's about to make a play. Snipe will come right in. Right in. It's just yeah. buzzing. Yeah. Just buzzing. Absolutely. You can only get him with slingshots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Facts. Facts. Yeah. But yeah, um, so those those four birds in, in, a, in, in hare hunting are typically on the list. Um, so upland hunting, a little bit of waterfowl. But really, ultimately, the goal here is to maximize the opportunity to make me feel better about spending the 200 and whatever dollars that I spend on a sports pack in a year, like the, for my license and my tag. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So it's like 200 and something dollars. So I basically in this week, I'll just slam all these hunts in there to say, I did it. I went, I did that thing. Yep. And I feel good about what I got done out there. There you go. Um, but the last, uh, so I've already been for the last two weekends, in December, uh, I've been out in central Oregon, got a good handful of quail, um, have not gotten a pheasant. We saw <laughs> pheasant, but uh, what are you gonna eat for Christmas? Can't have quail for Christmas. Gotta get quail. a pheasant. Yeah, I would love a pheasant. She's so embarrassing. I think your pheasant is one of the best tasting birds that exists. I mean, they're really tasty. So and I'm blessed to have uh family members that have property out in central Oregon. Oh, there you so go. they have a big farm. Um and they do, um, they do, they primarily do potatoes and onions, but they uh, have as a rotational crop, they will do uh, feed corn. And oh, there you go. so there's, and it's just, it's just Bird, birds like corn. They, I mean, it's crazy, but they yeah, do. They, they love it. Um, and then what else do I get into? I don't know. It doesn't sound very Christmassy. Your Christmas vacation, I must say, is no, not, is never going to be a Hallmark movie. No, unless, 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 I mean, you're single, some gal shows up and she's like, no, I sure do like Ben, but I love Christmas even more. And all you're doing is hunting. And then she like warms your Grinchy hunting heart and then like turns you into like a, like, like you show up at the end of the movie, like instead of in your hunting gear, you're dressed in like the Santa garb. And then you have like the one horse open sleigh and like jingle bells. Like you get mad at her because she always wears jingle bells. And you're like, I'm trying to hunt. Those stupid bells are ruining everything. And you're just super. So maybe, you know, just is that so true? You know. Is that why you got divorced? Let's talk about the bell thing. Is that why you okay? got divorced? Because of her, all the bells she wears? No, that, but it is. Okay. So growing up, growing up. My mom had this uh, string of actual jingle bells, probably 10 freaking bells on this leather strap that she would hang on our front door. Every time that door opened, it was just tons of noise. Yeah. yeah. I hate them. (laughs) You are the Grinch. They they are literally sitting in the tote outside in the shed right now because I refuse to hang them up in this house. My kids. But how are you going to know if there's a slight breeze outside? My wife hangs up something on the door for every holiday, and then like oh, the wind comes up, and it's just knock, 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 knock at the door. I'm like, yeah. they, they, uh, the the sound of uh, okay. Oh, you do hate Christmas. I don't you, like. You don't like Christmas. I don't. I. I you don't hate like Christmas. Christmas. I. It, this is it, a long way to go to find out that Mister Net Positive University, like you're wearing okay. 
You started this thing going, it's the first day of my Christmas vacation. You were wearing black and gray. And your hot chocolate that you were so excited about is tea. And then that's what you do for Christmas. You're like, kill stuff. <laughs> you have made no, like, and I, I brought up like gingerbread houses. And you, you just dismiss that. You didn't even go anywhere near it. You've it's been that- trying to avoid the fact that you hate Christmas this whole time. Here's what I don't. Okay. Okay. Tell me what you do like about Christmas. The time off. The That's like, okay. Then you hate Christmas. <laughs> then you hate like the, the, you, only, you, thing the like, only thing you like about Christmas is you get permission to yeah, not have to email yeah. people back. Yeah. You are. You That's like. It. That's the best part. Oh my God. No, I, I really don't. Uh, I don't enjoy. I don't enjoy holidays as a whole. Right. For the record. Okay. Like I, I don't like. And and I, I I've done TikToks about this. I've done really? all sorts that the fact that you're the Grinch. <laughs> I probably am. Yeah, well, probably, the weird fun. thing is you're like super positive. Like the Grinch is mad about everything, especially no, Christmas. No, <laughs> no, but you're also not into the holiday at all. Yeah. No, not at all. I don't want to. So, like, do you I, own anything red? Aside from something that's just <laughs> Like if it has, I don't even wear red. If it's red and white, it's too Christmassy. <laughs> what I will say is I won't wear red and green together for for fear that somebody would confuse the idea that I might like that holiday. Yeah. No, I, um, here's what I don't like about the Christmas holiday. Ooh, here it Christmas goes. Is a day, and we've extended this into an entire quarter season. Yeah. Okay, the quarter of your season. And for me, well, listen, the quarter's a little much. The month of December, shh, go nuts. No, I have, I have friends. My best friend, October one, or yeah, October one. Ooh, boom! It's it's stuff coming up. It's yeah. it's a week for me, and it's I can't. Um, so no, I don't like the holidays. My followers know this, and I'm not ashamed of it. It yeah. is what it is this point i i think we do reality show it's like the bachelor only like for christmas like we just get like 20 super christmasy gals oh god and then for december they try to to thaw your your frozen heart my cold frigid heart yep that's it can i tell you one of the things that i hate the absolute most though it's that elf it's that elf on the shelf did you oh you do elf on a shelf don't you i don't now oh good but you did I, we did, yeah. yeah, and I that that ruined Christmas for you. It, it, maybe it did. I think the elf. I what I will say is I think the elf is the apex where I'm oh. like this is ridiculous. And so now you've just canceled everything. Yeah, I'm like that's it. We're not doing any of it because it's ridiculous. Now we have a tree up. It's lit. It, I love okay. my, de- my my ornaments. But yeah, but the, the, the only reason you like having a tree is because you like killing things and bringing them into your house. Tell me I'm wrong. I know. It's listen, I could see the Elkhead behind you. Uh pheasant quail fake bird snipe. Uh oh, you. Like, I, I, can't, I have nothing to refute because I, everything I, I try to <laughs> try to. But it's it, yeah, I, if Santa showed up on your roof, you'd cap his ass. Let's be honest. <laughs> you you would take out you would take out at least three reindeer. I, I wouldn't cap it. I, I'd get the taser. I'd get the taser. You would, you would, but the, you would take out at least three reindeer. Yeah, you would. 
the freezer needs to be filled. Yeah, I, I, the freezer's not going to fill itself. Yeah, you only got a 300-pound uh, uh, elk this year. Yeah, I did. I got that, that meat back, by the way. It's really good. I need to get you some. I'll bet. Yeah, yeah. Well. Um. So the elf, I think, really set me over the top, though. It was because everything about the elf became such an overplayed thing. And if I have to sit there and watch this elf create destruction and mess that, I, that, that I'm creating this mess that I also then get to clean up. Yeah, you do. It bothers me greatly. So it's, it's not, it's not my thing. So not my thing. Well, it's important to know what your thing is and what your thing is not. Now I just had my, my, uh, my youngest, open the door right here to the office. Yeah. And I love him. He, he came in, he opens the door. He knows I'm, we're doing the podcast and he, he just holds up a candy cane and he's like, yeah. Like, and I'm like, yeah, that's fine. Right. right. It's 10 30. It, it, it's Christmas break. You can have him. In candy I, well, candy. see, yeah, this is, yeah, there you go. Go nuts. So I have some things in this oh. house, but it, because the kids asked for them and I acquiesced to them. Yeah. Here's, here's what you need to do is just, just embrace it and just go full. I hate the holiday. No, no tree, no lights. Just go, Listen, just go anti-Christmas. I want to see how this goes. And and give me five years. I would bet in the next five years, I don't have a tree up during Christmas. Yeah. As soon as the kids, as soon as the kids do not stop by. Well, no, they'll still stop by, but we no, no, I, you, you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm good. Yeah. Like, but we'll put the present somewhere else. Like, like, or it's at the end of the day, it's like, even for the 11 year old this year, she's like, yeah, I just really want some gift cards. I'm like, done. Like, yeah. There you go. We're at, so we're moving forward on that. Well, and, and you know what? Here's the other thing is go, Hey, listen, there's some pretty good deals. I'll just take you shopping right now. You can get whatever you want. And we don't need to pretend that I'm going to wrap them and give them to you later. Absolutely. Oh man. It's, it's now don't get me wrong. When you have young kids, right? The magic of Christmas. I did that. I did the magic of Christmas. Yeah, there and you was, hated every second of it, and that's why you don't no. do it anymore. Uh, it's that Peyton, stupid elf. For Peyton's, see, Peyton's first Christmas was before that stupid elf. Yeah. So, but for Peyton's first Christmas, what we did was we uh, that night we had all of her presents, and because she's the firstborn, and we only had one kid at the time, she's getting loaded up, sure. right? And then um, I had my my brothers Thomas the train like like wood set sure we just made this christmas village oh um, yeah you did around the tree in through the tree i mean it was just a whole christmas vibe and that the the train how old was she one she was one that year do you think she appreciated all that work you did yeah see again exactly exactly This is this is a new take on uh, on Ebenezer Scrooge and the Grinch, where it's like he's a pretty nice guy, he's a pretty positive guy. He's got a great smile. He's got a good personality. Does all this stuff on TikTok. Just happens to abhor Christmas in the worst yeah. kind of way, and he'll do it with a smile on his face. But those guys are crotchety old bastards, and yeah. you. Ah, not yet. Maybe you're, maybe you're moving that way, or maybe you just really like me, but you, you never put off that vibe. It's not. I mean, I do really like you, but oh. beyond, it's not. It's not that. It's more that I think that at forty, my expectation is that as I move through the decades of my age, that I do expect it to come down more and more. That by the time I'm ninety, this is just it's a day, and what what about it? You know, yeah. it's. 
So, so you will, uh, you will slowly morph into a Scrooged like character where everybody's like, great grandpa, happy, happy Christmas. And you're like, bah humbug to you, you little. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) And, and, but also like, I don't expect people to get me anything. I'm fine. Yeah. Well, what do you need? What do you need that you can't get yourself? Pretty much. I have adult money. So it's like, okay, (laughs) let's like. What I would prefer, if anything, is is experiences, though. Yeah, right. I'm with you. Like, I think that's that's the difference. As I get older, is I don't want things. I want I want experiences. Right. There's a there's a shift there, and maybe it happens around thirty to forty years old, where your kids start losing the magic that is that is Christmas and Santa Claus, and, and so we figure out that what we were really chasing in that magic is the experience not the gift giving part of it yeah so we move to this idea that i just need the experience so i'll go i'll go chase the experiences that i would rather have whether that's alone in solitude or with my kids or any other hunting partner that wants to go along that's fine but um no i don't uh i'm gonna try to throw some christmas magic at you and tell me that this isn't a wonderful experience i took my two six-year-old daughters to go shopping for their mom and we ended up with a very tacky pair of dolphin earrings. Perfect. Uh, a package of beef jerky. She's lucky. Flaming Hot Cheetos. A three-pack of uh, pine tree air fresheners, but coconut scented. Because oh. mom loves coconuts. Well, yeah, she does. Tropical. Tropical in this frigid environment. We're I, was like, go, yeah, I was like, go for it. Toss them in the car. Let's do whatever. Uh, what else? What else is in there? Uh, it's just like four things in random color nail polish. I'm like, what do you want to get? It's, they just went through Fred Meyer. And they're like, we'll take that. I go, oh, okay. I go you want to go over and find something okay. nice? No. They got to meet the Fred Meyer. I was really curious if, what store you were at because... It sounded to me like you could almost get all of those things at a buy mart. Also, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you could totally do a buy mart. Yeah. I'm down for that vibe. Yeah, like here's 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 a a, a canister of Folgers coffee. Yeah, <laughs> just, I was like, whatever, girls, whatever you want. They just rode me down the house. Like we walk through the clothing section. They're like, nah. We walk through like the gifts and the home section. Nah. She's, I'm like, where are you going? She's like, she's like camping stuff. And I was like, all right, what are you going to get mom for camp? Uh, nothing. Next, next aisle over is the auto section. She's like, these are coconut. I'm like, all right, go for it. <laughs> Some Christmas magic. Wait till she, wait till she opens those up. I'll tell you out of all the things that my wife could be expecting for Christmas. Promise you. That. I promise you that coconut Christmas tree air fresheners are not on that list. It's going to be magic. But they will, you, you know, what's interesting is you could see a scenario where something like that becomes a long-term running joke between your kids and, and your spouse, right? 100%. Where it becomes this thing that, because that's how it happens, yep. right? Tradition like that happens that way. And I, I always, I think I prefer something like that. So when we think about tradition, right, I get... I get very, um, you can call it obtuse, it's fine. I get obtuse to the commercialized capitalism that is Christmas. But when it comes to doing things that become like a niche little family thing, like all of a sudden it's 20 years of air fresheners for mom every Christmas, I could be way more on board with that as a a tradition than, than anything like that. 
fucking elf. I <laughs> that that elf. It killed it. It killed it. I was like, this is uh, dumb. You know, that's I, awesome. Elf on the shelf ruins I, Christmas. And, and here's the thing too. What I hated the most was the. Did you did does he still exist at at your wife's house or is he is he did you do a murder did you set up a like. No. Oh no! Timothy Elf was like the dog, like ate him or something, and you put no, like little no, elf blood all over there. the floor, like a forensic scene. <laughs> Are they like, old enough that you could do that? That would be probably. We probably could have. That would be uh, awesome. They could do a mystery, like oh, trying to solve. Yeah, just telling them. And the interesting part, though, is that I think that as parents, we're so naive to the fact that our children have technology at their fingertips, and so. We, we, okay. Daughter's 11, yeah. right? Smarter than you. She hasn't, she hasn't known about Santa for three years. She hasn't cared or she's known that he does not. He, wait. Yeah. What do you say about Santa? We never had that conversation with her, but we figured that's about, yeah. you know, she started figuring it out. My son, who's eight, figured out it, figured it out at five. Well, sure. And the way he figured it out was at school, right? Yep. Where these, the, like, I think it's very naive for parents to believe that these other students are not going to have conversations with your kids about the magic that could or could not be Santa. For sure. And then furthermore, as they get older and they have the this technology just sitting at their fingertips. Is Santa real? Oh, oh. Google says no. Actually, <laughs> yeah, well, you know what? That's actually very Everybody good. says no. Let's actually let's actually check and see what Google says. Oh, actually here, I got a better one. Instead of using Google real quick, let's Siri? use the, the new open AI by ChatGPT. Have you heard of this? No, you do that. I'll do I'll do Google. Is Santa real? A scientific analysis. You know what it pulls up on Google? The no. Santa tracker. Okay, so here's what OpenAI is saying as I'm reading this out. The figure of Santa Claus, also known as Saint as Saint Nicholas, Kris Kringle, or simply Santa, is a cultural icon and holiday figure who is revered by many people around the world. However, the historical figure of Saint Nicholas, on whom the modern-day figure of Santa Claus is based, was a real person who lived in the fourth century. The legend of Santa Claus has evolved over time, and the way he is depicted in pop culture, such as in movies and on Christmas cards, may be on a mixture of folklore, historical accounts, and cultural traditions. Some people believe that Santa Claus is, real, is a real person who brings gifts to children on Christmas Eve, while others see him as a symbol of the spirit of giving and joy that is associated with the holiday season. Ultimately, whether or not you believe in the existence of Santa is a personal belief and decision. That's open AI. Okay, three point four billion uh, entries popped up when I put it. That's is, a lot. Is Santa real? So yeah, then it goes into you know all these articles about what to tell your kids is mostly what you're getting here on page one. It's, but I like, but the but Google put the Santa tracker in big things. So like if I'm a kid and I go on there, it yeah, like you can click way, on it, to Santa's village is the first thing. It fills the page. Yeah, and that's fair. That's like, what they should I, do. I, I I'm okay with that. I'm that's okay. what they should do. Is Elf on a Shelf real? And that should be just be like, no. Yeah, the Elf on the Shelf thing is just a whole other level. Yeah, I think you, I think you <laughs> gave me that advice, but we never, we never, we never got into the Elf on a Shelf, and I'm very happy about that. So one tradition, so that we started quite by accident, was uh, during COVID. Mm-hmm. What was it? 
Maybe it was, no, maybe it was just last year. Well, I don't think it was a COVID thing. I think we had a free hotel room that expired at the end of the year for through Marriott or whatever. And so last year, they do the Christmas boats that run up and down the Willamette River and the Columbia River in the Portland area. Yeah. And so what we did was we're like, oh, we got this free hotel room. Let's just go stay at the courtyard at uh, the marina in um, near Jansen Beach. And so we yep. go we go down there. We get a room. And we grab dinner in like the hotel lobby, which is nothing fancy. It's just like yeah. they have the big bar. And then we got a couple tables. And the food, it's okay. Nothing, yeah. nothing great. Uh, but they'll make a cocktail. And then my wife brings a bottle of wine. We go up. We stay in the hotel room. The boats float by. We put a Christmas movie on and we just kind of hang out in the room. And as soon as we, this has been a stressful holiday. My wife has been sick. My kids have been sick. The, uh, my wife's work has been a little bit much. It's uh, been a lot. And so she's been stressed out because she just wants to feel better and whatever. She's like, I'm not really into the holiday spirit. I mean, we went there where it's like, we don't have to drive anywhere. We don't have to do anything. All we have to do is just sit here and do nothing. She's like, this is my favorite thing we've done all year. Yeah, it was. Just, we just showed up and like, yeah, take it. And so we, yeah, second year that we've done that. But I think that's one that we've started where it's like, yeah, let's go get a hotel room. It's ten minutes from. Home. Do we forget anything? Yeah, I'll drive home and get it. <laughs> There's literally no stress. I dig that. I yeah. dig that. Yeah, little thing, little things like that. So, all right. Well, we learned something very important today in the How to Podcast, uh, and that is that Ben hates Christmas. I have a strong dislike. No, you it's a, listen. You're a Star oh. Wars. You're a Star Wars fan. I am. Yeah. Feel the hate. Go with the hate. You can, it's okay. <laughs> choose that dark side, my friend. Yeah, you don't have to choose the dark side. Just embrace it. You know, we're all, here's the thing. Here's the thing. We're all just trying to be balanced humans, right? Exactly. If if you if you can, you know, if you can be a better father, son, brother, mother, whatever, all the things that you do in your life, right? Mm -hmm. If you can be a better person the rest of the year by taking a couple weeks to, you know, hate Santa Claus, uh, go nuts. If all you have to do is like just crush the the <laughs> Christmas spirit in your children for two weeks and then, but you're a be, like, that just seems like a fair trade. You're, like I yeah. said, I think so. Yeah, because I, I, mean, I, I see it as a very I I would say it's more than fair. It's great. Yeah, like, exactly. Oh. Well, and, and and here's the here's the other thing that's kind of the win win for you, is that you have chosen ways to avoid Christmas that basically include you disappearing. Yeah, like all yeah. you have to do to make everybody else have a happy Christmas is just like send a text gun still alive. <laughs> Like I, 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 yeah, like I'm going up into the woods for five days. Peace. If you don't hear from me on Friday, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome to work. No, you shoot me a text, and I'll respond. Like, don't oh, call. yeah, don't. Let's not that urgent. But like, if any point you're like, does anybody hear from Ben? Feel free to shoot me a text. Exactly. Oh, I may or may not reply. I may or may not reply yeah. until the new year, but I'll get back to you. Yeah, I'll I'll send you a. Meh. It's true though. Not a bad way to do it. You it's, go it's up not, there and it pans out well for yeah. me. It yeah. pans out well. Yeah, down in Salem, everybody loved Christmas. Up in the hills around They don't care. Ben did not. <laughs> oh, all right. We could we could get it a little more rhymey. 
yeah, whatever, whatever. All right, well. All right, that was another episode of the How-To Podcast, Luke and Ben. Um, if you want more, go to odyssey, odyssey.com. Uh, if you want to interact with Ben, he's on social media. I don't, I don't really use it, uh, but you can go and find Ben. Ben, you want to send him anywhere? Uh, I am Ben, uh, or I am the box dad on TikTok and Instagram. If you want to contact me this time of year, it is by email and email only. Ben at boxpainting.com. <laughs> Be in the woods. I'll get back to you in January. I'll talk to you on the second. Yeah, there you go. All right. Merry Christmas, everyone. Except for Ben. Yeah. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts.